Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Guilt-Free Podcast. I'm Holly, and this is a place where you can come and get your life together guilt-free. So I've been spending a lot of time recently reflecting on, I suppose, life, and it's had me feeling very grateful for where I'm at, and I suppose everything that's sort of carried me up onto this point. For a long time, I felt like I was stuck in this really shit place and I just didn't know how to get out of it. My temporary six-month job had turned into a five-year-long career and it was in something that I had zero interest in. I was working in a very negative space where I dealt with a lot of people's complaints. That was my primary thing was um, customer experience and complaints. Um, Very interesting, met a lot of interesting characters, but I was eventually promoted to the manager of that department. And while you would think that's a fantastic opportunity, which it was, It was still a very negative place because of the kind of people that I had to work with. Um, And that was quite hard. It's quite difficult, I suppose, working with people or or managing people, I should say. And uh, I suppose, yeah, I was like, I I had this sort of moment where I was like, I need to change this. I've never felt so crap and disrespected and unhappy. So that's when I thought, you know what, something has got to change. Like I need to change this, especially with my my anxiety, which I know I've talked about in a previous podcast um, episode. And if you're not familiar with it, I had a bit of a anxiety meltdown and that landed me with Uh, daily panic attacks and it was really terrible and it was very limiting Um, you know I I wasn't really I I held myself back from a lot of things I wasn't really putting myself out there Uh, even literally like leaving the house was very difficult going into shops things like this so yeah that landed me with a year's worth of therapy and then like another year's worth of personal work on on top of that which I'm I'm grateful for. It's definitely helped me become who I am today. But in saying that, it, it was all part of that um that experience, that journey of becoming who I want to become. And I think I should preface this and say that not everybody dreams of a life like a celebrity. Quite often I see people who are working on themselves or, you know, different people in like the coaching space and they are trying to reach for this really unachievable, almost Kardashian-esque way of living. And I know that's for some people, but really it's not for everybody. The majority of people don't thrive for that rich and famous lifestyle. Rich maybe, but, you know, fame not so much. So it's actually something that I've been criticised for before, where I would talk about, you know, working on building my dream life and and creating, you know, a, a life from my vision board and, and things like this. And you know, people will question me and they'll say, 
oh, so you're you're happy living in that little bungalow in the suburbs <laughs> and you're happy living in that city and you're 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 happy doing those things. Like, are you sure? <laughs> and it's it's always interesting because it makes you kind of panic for a moment, it makes you doubt, like, am I serious about this? Is this really what I want? Do I want more? Should I want more? Should I be striving for more? And that's uh, that's intense. And sometimes it's very easy to lose your head over that and lose your identity a little bit. So yeah, just a reminder, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't want that, the type of life that involves things like, you know, um, skyline, um, what are they called? Apartments. <laughs> Skyline apartments uh, with infinity pools and whatever. And I don't want to be driving like these super expensive cars and wearing all this designer gear and bumming about in a private jet. Like that's not what I want. I just want a life where I feel happy, where I feel confident, where I'm I'm doing something with absolute purpose and I'm surrounded with loving people and I live in a comfortable home. Whatever that looks like for you, that, that'll look like it'll look different for everybody. And for maybe somebody that may look like that skyline mansion and it may look like the luxury cars. But I just want you to remember that if you're not aligning with that very glamorous, luxurious lifestyle, that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. And there's nothing wrong with you if that's not what's on your vision board right now. So, I mean, me personally, my vision board has changed a little bit. And I have downgraded my Maserati Ghibli from, well, from my Maserati Ghibli, I've downgraded to my little pink Honda Jazz, which I've fallen in love with, but she needs a little bit of TLC. So on my vision board, I want to get her back up and running again. So, you know, life looks different for everybody and that's important. And you need to remember that, that at the end of the day, it's you that's got to live it. It's not what it looks like on Instagram. It's not what it looks like you know, from the outside, it's how you feel in it. Do you feel happy? Do you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable? That's the main thing. And then everything after that is just a bonus. You know, it's just, it's just an extra something. <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about how I actually got clear on that vision of what I wanted and who I wanted to become and what life I wanted to live. Something I always remind myself and I remind my clients is that you will live thousands of different lives in your lifetime, right? So we're only here on this earth for a short amount of time. And during that time, you're going to live dozens and thousands of different lives. And that's incredible. You know, you might be, you might, you might go from like an entrepreneur to, um, you know, someone career driven, to becoming a mother, to becoming a grandmother, um, to becoming someone who travels, to, you know, there's so many different things um, and so many different types of people that you can be. And that's amazing. So don't get hung up on thinking, 
I have to be a certain way or I have to do a certain thing and it has to be the perfect thing because that's going to be me forever. It's not. <laughs> You're allowed to change your mind and you can change it again. That's totally fine. I know for myself, I wanted to be a makeup artist. That was what my heart was set on. And I did that and I was very successful at it. And that led me into beauty blogging. And I loved doing that. And I was a totally different person to how, who I was when I was a makeup artist. And it's it's fun. It's nice. You don't have to limit yourself. You don't have to box yourself in. And I wish somebody had told me that that was okay way back when. So this is your permission slip to, um, you know, be all of those things. Do everything that you want to do and don't feel like you have to just box yourself in. Because I was led to believe that at 15, whenever I was choosing my subjects for my final exams, my subjects had to help me advance in my career. So I had to choose a career at 15. What did I want to do for the rest of my life? Who did I want to be? And while it was fine for a lot of my friends, you know, I had a friend and she just wanted to be a nurse. She wanted to get into nursing. So her subjects was based around that and she studied. And to this day, she's quite happily nursing and she's worked in that since we've left school but that was all she she wanted she was totally happy to do that whereas for me I was like I can't I can't figure that out at 15 <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure on what I want to wear on on a Saturday night never mind you know what I want to do for the rest of my life like I can't commit to that so it's okay to experiment and to change your mind and to try all these new things because it's it's fun it's just you get to you get to explore all these different dynamics and meet these different people and do all these different things <laughs> which is brilliant so something that really helped me get clear on that vision was understanding what i didn't want and i knew that i didn't want that very typical very idealistic life that is set out to young women where we there was essentially two options sort of laid out for me and that was either getting a you know going to university and getting a career like starting a career and then from that career you know meeting your husband getting married you know buying your house and settling down and that was it or the other option was going to university for the sole intention of finding a husband and then just becoming a wife. And I didn't want any of those options. I didn't, uh, it wasn't for me. <laughs> so I worked out what I didn't want. Um, I knew all the things that I, I didn't like. I, I didn't, I'm not really a city person. Even when I think about things like when I travel, I'm not, you know, I don't see myself in New York. I don't see myself going to like big cities like that. It's fine. Maybe once in a blue moon, I'll visit my sister over in London. But I knew that wasn't for me. I'm countryside through and through. So understanding that was a, a massive help. I knew how I didn't want to dress. I knew what clothes I didn't like. I knew what music I don't like. I knew what restaurants I don't like. All these things helped 
in weeding it out, weeding those things out. And then what I'm left with is all the incredible things that I do want. Um, you know, the places I want to go, the restaurants I want to try, the outfits on my Pinterest board, like you name it. Once I figured out what I didn't want, it made understanding what I do want a whole lot easier. So from there, it was really just a case of taking some time to visualize that life and truly feel what that life would look like or or feel like or be. And a lot of that came with a lot of journaling, you know, writing it down, writing it down in different ways. You know, I would try and write it as if it's already happened. I would try and write it out as if I wanted it to happen. I would write it out as if it has happened. And, you know, exploring those details and really trying to, I suppose, in a way, make it feel real in my mind. That was sort of the main thing, you know, and that's a big thing that actually helped with that was doing some like visualizations and meditations around that because I could sit down and truly see it in my mind's eye and describe it to myself. And from there, if it feels real in my mind, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to make it feel real in my physical reality, like in in my, my home, in my wardrobe, in my career, whatever. If I can really see this actually happening, then it's going to be, it's, it's going to be half the battle here. (laughs) So from there, what I had done was I needed to determine how I would make this happen. So I took the time to really think about I suppose the the practical side of this. I really thought about, you know, this um, this version of me. Like, what habits did she do? Um, how did she look after herself? How did she take care of her appearance? How did she like exercising? How did she socialize? All of those things I would look at because they're very actionable things. You know, if if I wanted to be somebody who was a runner, if I wanted to be that kind of person, then I would think about, well, you know, maybe she joins a running club, maybe she downloads a certain app, maybe she, you know, gets up at 6am to go for a run, maybe she joins a gym, whatever. And that's all very practical things that I could do for myself now. Um, I don't have to wait until my you know, my, my dream life becomes a reality. I can start doing those things to help me move closer to that person or to, to that vision of me. So fitting in those, um, those actions, it's, it makes it a lot, a lot easier because you have to practice being that version of you. And I always thought, you know, it wasn't until I had kind of heard, I heard somebody mention that before and I thought, yeah, like that's right. <laughs> I can't just wake up tomorrow and just be this version of me. Like it's it's not going to happen. Like I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and, you know, I'll have a fridge full of beautiful, healthy foods and I'll feel 
I'll feel this weird pull to, you know, roll out my mat and do some Pilates or I'll have this, um, I'll suddenly know how to drive. (laughs) You know, it doesn't happen like that. I have to practice being that version of me. And that comes with trying out new recipes and learning new skills in the kitchen. It comes from maybe trying out a Pilates class or following a couple at home workouts or also taking driving lessons and working towards feeling a, a comfortable and, and confident behind the wheel. So you've got to practice being that version of you every single day. Just find one, two little things that you can do. Part of that actually is what's useful is you can try things out and see if it's if it's actually a fit for you. Um, and then that way you can weed it out of your dream life. You can reevaluate it. So for example, if you've got on your um, list that you're the kind of person who wakes up at 5am and drinks wheatgrass smoothies and then, you know, goes for a 10 mile run and then comes home and meditates for an hour. If you have written all those things out and you taste a wheatgrass smoothie and you're like, Ugh, and you decide you're not really into running, that you could never really enjoy this long term, and you know that you struggle to sit for more than 10 minutes meditating, even if you practiced this and became better at it, you just know that realistically that's not going to be a very achievable lifestyle for you. You can reevaluate it. It's fine. Change your mind. You've tried it out. You can, you know, go from there. I once thought I was going to be the kind of person that did like a 6 a.m. spin class. And (laughs) I think I did it for about like two weeks straight of, you know, going to like three or four spin class, 6 a.m. spin classes. And I thought, yeah, like I can do this. It's horrible, but I can do it. I can push through. And if it causes that much you know, pain and, you know, you you begrudge doing it and it's horrible, like hard to motivate your yourself, then it's not, it's not a good fit. It should be something that you feel excited to do. You feel you want to do it. Sure, you know what, you have days where your, your motivation maybe is a little bit wobbly or whatever, but ultimately you say, yeah, I'll take a break today, but I'm really excited to go back to it tomorrow. And I tell you what, I did not feel that way with those spin classes. It was horrendous. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a high intensity type of person. I like gentle and slow. I like yoga. I like Pilates. That's my thing. You will never catch me going for a run. You will never catch me in a spin class. I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm not a high intensity girl, so that's fine. And you know what? I could weed that out. And it's helped me figure out that this dream vision for myself, it has those lower impact um, routines in for me. And that's that's perfect. So one thing I noticed is that once I had started working these things into my day-to-day life, everything just started to click very quickly into place. And it was almost like a a bit of a domino effect I suppose (laughs) and um, I like I said I was doing these things that I genuinely enjoyed and because of that it made me feel good it made me feel confident 
it made me feel brighter, it made me feel more enthusiastic about my day. I felt excited to come home from work and, and to and to, you know, take my little dog out for a walk and listen to this podcast. I felt excited for you know, waking up in the morning and, and rolling out my mat and doing some Pilates. Like I felt excited for those things. Whereas before you couldn't have, you know, for love nor money would I have done those things because I hadn't figured out a way that I would enjoy them or that I would like them or that they would fit into my life or even even a why. Why did I want those things? Well, now I want those things. I want to do those things because... I'm building towards this vision for myself and it's brilliant. It, it makes it so much easier. <laughs> it makes it so much easier to be disciplined or to find motivation because whenever, whenever I really, you know, I've, I falter or I struggle, I, I think about those things, this, this vision, you know, maybe I'll, I'll f skim through my Pinterest board Maybe I will flip through some old journal entries and I remind myself why, like why I'm doing this, why, what, what that vision is, who is that person I want to become. And then it's almost like, it's like doing like a shot of espresso and you're like, wow, fired up again. I'm ready to go. I'm so excited for it. And it's interesting because it felt like I had this newfound feeling of empowerment and control over my personal transformation because I'd released the overwhelm that comes from that lack of clarity or that that lack of direction. Once I figured out where I wanted to go, the the path pretty much, you know, it just it revealed itself. It became a lot simpler. And I was able to make these choices every day, even micro choices throughout my day that would lead me that step closer to, to building this vision or to becoming this vision. And, it, you know, it could be something as simple as, you know, declining a um, going for a drink somewhere because I know that I don't like myself. I don't like the version of myself whenever... I'm drinking or I'm drinking heavily or even the hungover version of me the next day. I don't like how unproductive it makes me. I don't like how down in my head that it makes me. I don't like that all I want to do is eat beans and sausages for like three days because I can't stomach anything else. So I know that, well, if I decline that invitation to go out and get absolutely bladdered, well, that's a step in the right direction. That means that I can go to bed, I can have a good night's sleep and I can wake up and have a lovely sunrise walk and I can sip my coffee in my garden and watch the sun come up and, and just enjoy that that is who I am. I love those things. I love that morning air. I love that morning light. I love the, I love the energy that comes with that. So I just found that because of this, I just had this unmatched, level of excitement because I know that I'm finally on a path that is heading exactly where I want to be. There's no detours, there's no nobody else telling me to go this way or to go that way or to or leading me astray. I'm so clear and I'm so focused on where I want to be going that the 
the journey, the fucking journey is just as good as the destination. And I think that is also very, very important because we can get so swept up in focusing about that end goal that we miss all those little moments along the way. But because I now have that clarity and that direction, every single step of my my journey towards this vision, towards this, this idea that I have for myself is just as enjoyable as finally reaching that that final point. And I love that. I think it's I think it's amazing. <laughs> so I think if you're interested in getting clear on your vision, what I would recommend is making time to understand what you definitely don't want in life. Weeding this out can make it a lot easier because you you're you're only left with the good things. <laughs> you know for sure what you do and what you don't like. It it becomes a little bit more black and white. Whereas if you were to sit down and think, what do I want from my life? Then you start getting a bit, you know, a bit, I suppose, confused. It becomes a bit blurry. It becomes a bit gray. You know, you start putting things on your, your vision board, like having a million subscribers on YouTube, even though you have zero interest in becoming a YouTuber. <laughs> Silly things like that. So weeding out exactly what you don't want from your life means that it reveals things that you definitely do want. So sitting down and working on that visualization can help then make it feel like a, like it's already a reality in your mind. You can close your eyes and feel that's it. Like I can feel I can feel the clothes on my skin, I can smell my coffee, I can smell the dinner that I'm cooking whatever. You feel all of those things. Maybe you feel the sun on your skin as you're writing your book from a balcony in Lisbon, like whatever, right? You can picture all of those things when you close your eyes and you visualize it and it it feels like you're there. That's when you know you're doing it right. <laughs> and when you, I, I mean like every every little detail, like think about like, how do your socks feel? <laughs> are you wearing fluffy socks? Are you wearing running socks like are you are you just in in bare feet on the sand are you wearing high heels on a catwalk somewhere like what whatever it is like think about every tiny detail here like I'm not even kidding because then it helps you understand things like you know what little habits does this version of you do every day where does this version of you work what is this what hobbies is this version of you? What, what hobbies does she have? Where do you live? What do you do after work? What are your friends like? Think about all these things. And then think about how you can make this a reality. So sit down, make a little list and aim to do one thing every day. Something that's going to bring you closer to that vision. And it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be grand. Even if it is something as simple as an extra step in your skincare, because that's that's how you see that version of yourself. Better skin, better skincare routine, whatever. So 
sitting down and, and ticking those things off every day, like I said, you're just practicing this version. You're practicing becoming this version of you and it's going to move you, move you even closer. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. So, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I've been on such a, a roll here, but yeah. Um, also, <laughs> make sure that you give me a follow on Instagram if you're not already. You can find me at guiltfree, which is at G-Y-L-T-F-R-E-E. And I explore a little bit more about getting clear on this vision um, over on my Instagram. But I also share some behind the scenes of my vision building <laughs> over on my stories as well. So if you're curious about things like, you know, the daily habits or things that I do to help create this version of me, um, that's the kind of stuff that I usually share more on my, my stories. Um, and so maybe, I don't know, maybe it's inspirational, maybe it's a little bit more inspiring, whatever. It's, it's all there, it's all ready for you to follow. But yeah, that is just about it for today's episode and I really hope you enjoyed it. As always, my DMs are open if you have any questions or if you would just like to talk. But for now, I shall chat to you in my next episode.